Welcome to Strong and Free, the podcast dedicated to providing you with the information that you need on the topics of the day. No bias, no conjecture, just facts. So, let's go. For the week of June 9th, hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Strong and Free, the podcast dedicated to providing you with the information that you need on the topics of the day. And today, it's not going to be part three of my abortion series, um, although that is coming. Um, I have uh, someone that potentially might join me on my next podcast this weekend, and I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, the next topic is going to be really delving into the the legislative, uh, you know, the uh, legislative reasons as to why abortion bans happen in the United States, and so really understanding the legislation and um, the kind of the underlying causes for it, as well as the very strong anti-abortion movement uh, in the United States. And and again, it's coming at this not from a place of judgment, not from a place of, you know, I'm pro-choice and pro-life people are ridiculously backwards or anything like that. I think that's exactly what Strong and Free is fighting against. But it's really trying to unpack the legislation and understand it just a little bit more. So again, we can have more informed conversations. And so that's coming along and and, and um, also trying to achieve a little bit of, bit of balance in my life as well. Um, as many of you know, I have a full-time job and so this podcast and articles that I write and my YouTube channel, everything is on the side. And so there's a lot of research that goes into these websites, sorry, into these podcasts, into these articles, into these videos. Lots of time too, and I'm certainly not making any excuses, but um, what I'm finding is that I need to achieve a little bit better balance. So that episode is coming, but I will say I did some soul searching, might be a bit far flung for this episode, but uh, definitely did some brainstorming on Strong and Free this weekend. And um, what I found was a few things. You know, eight months ago when I began Strong and Free, I can't believe it's been eight months. November, December, January, February. Yeah, it's been eight months. Eight months ago, I I was really, you know, so nervous about putting myself out there and just thinking about everything that people would say. Uh, but I started this podcast uh, by doing, um, basically responding to everything that I dislike in the media. And so what I dislike in the media is the fact that not every side of an issue is presented fairly. There isn't a deep dive on issues with academic sources to back it up. Um, that investigative journalism is replaced these days with s- sensationalism. And so, and then I see that materialize in my conversations with friends and family members. Um, you know, we get into these very heated discussions because our sources of information present them in such a way where it makes us angry. And, you know, I did podcasts and articles about why this is happening. But really, again, it's about fighting all of that and trying to provide more balance in our discourse. And so it started from a place where I was genuinely worried about our discourse and that looking at both sides of an issue or multiple sides would be a way of combating that. You know, again, by providing multiple sides, it it helps us expand our own perspectives. And gen- and many times we, we don't even have an opinion yet, but we're not presented both sides of an issue. We're presented one side. And if you disagree, then you're just stupid <laughs> or you're just, uh, you know, you're flawed in some meaningful way, <laughs> you know? Um, 
and or you know things like you know with with Doug Ford in Ontario you know the moment he cuts anything it's just Doug Ford hates all teachers Doug Ford hates all public servants Doug Ford hates the healthcare sector you know it's just these very extreme um uh you know uh extreme positioning of public policy instead of understanding, well, why did Doug Ford do that? Why did the PCs do that? You know, and so anyhow, that's where it started with Strong and Free, really trying to provide that balanced discourse um, uh, for the reasons stated above. But as I brainstormed and as I thought about Strong and Free more, um, one thing I realized is that I'm not in the position to provide both or multiple sides of an issue because that it's a jump to say that you are, let's say you're a liberal and you believe very staunchly on Justin Trudeau and the carbon pricing system and the carbon tax, you know, to change your psyche, to show that the limit, there's limitations on that carbon tax um, and that, you know, it may or may not be effective. You know, it's tough, right? Like for, for you to open up and say to yourself, I don't know enough and I want to learn more. Um, that's a lot for this podcast or anyone to really say that you should understand the carbon pricing system from another perspective. You know, you know, people who who disagree with the carbon pricing system aren't disagreeing with climate change. I think what I was fighting against initially was that extremism. You know, that if you disagree with something like the carbon pricing system, you are fundamentally against the environment. And you want to see big polluters pay nothing, and you want to see our environment ruined. And and that's what I was fighting against. But the more I, I've heard from people that I've talked to about this, and the more feedback I've received about my podcast, surprisingly, it's not the extreme views that are dominant. It's just that the extreme views are dominating our social media. But average, everyday people going to work every day, they don't want to see another tax, especially when they don't even know the benefits of those taxes. And a lot of people who are moderates are actually scared to speak out against the extreme views that we see today um, for many reasons, you know, um, many reasons. Anyways, I, I'm kind of talking in circles here, but what I'm saying is that I started this by trying to break down those extreme views and understand topics from the other side or multiple sides. But what I found was that no matter what the topic was, I had this genuine curiosity about it, a legitimate curiosity. What do I mean by a genuine curiosity? I mean that I really didn't know enough to make this formulated line in the sand, this is where I stand, opinion. And I noticed that the most with my most recent articles and podcasts on abortion. Again, I didn't have an opinion on abortion. I was genu- generally pro-choice if someone asked, but I really didn't know to what extent. And I didn't ever, I never had a personal experience with a, a very close person who went through an abortion. So I, I really didn't have an opinion about it. I really wanted to learn more, and I, I, I constantly am learning more. And so what I realized with all the topics that I've covered, from the carbon t- pricing system to uh, cannabis legalization to USMCA to carding, they all started from a place of genuine curiosity. That that genuine curiosity um, turned into a podcast, turned into an article, turned into a YouTube video. 
but it was a at the root was a genuine curiosity, not knowing enough about a topic and wanting to learn more. And I do believe many of us, especially those in the millennial generation like myself, you know, we are the most educated generation than ever before. And I believe because of our higher education with college and university, it taught us to be a little bit more rigorous in our analysis of issues, to look at things and not accept them for face value, and to unpack them a little bit more. And this is even more so true today when we see investigative journalism taking a backseat to sensationalism. You see, so there's this trap that's happening. I believe, at least when my parents were younger, uh, you know, they always, oh, in my day, you know, there was a time when the news was investigative journalism, where you look to the news to understand and unpack the Palestinian-Israeli conflict, where you look to the news to understand the JFK assassination, or you look to the news to understand... Um, the Berlin Wall falling. You know, there was a time when investigative journalism took one issue, one issue, and really tried to unpack it. And maybe along the way, mass media companies found out that people really aren't interested in investigative journalism. Maybe they, they found that their ratings were going down, or it was just steady. It wasn't getting them great money. It wasn't getting them bad money. It was just good money. But that era has now been replaced, I think, from this high-voltage sensationalism journalism. Sensationalism journalism, is that a word? Where we're not looking at things investigatively, again, a word I just made up, uh, but we're looking at things to get you angry, happy, upset, mostly negative, mostly negative emotion, right? The more we can get you angry and upset, the more the more likely you are to turn tune back into CNN or CBC or whatever else, the more likely you're to comment on a Facebook post that, you know, gets you really riled up, um, the more likely you are to repost that, to, to be on Instagram and all these social media feeds that are designed to be addictive by their nature because they don't sell any product. They, they're designed to, to be very addictive. Um, so the more angry you are, the more chances you're going to visit and consume that media. So my, not pivot, I guess, but my focus on Strong and Free is constantly evolving. And I feel like everybody out there, many people out there have a genuine curiosity as well. We genuinely do. I think we are, we're generally curious about certain things and we don't know enough to formulate our own opinion. And so to take this genuine curiosity, again, looking back at my abortion debate or my abortion podcasts, where I, again, don't know enough to really formulate if I'm pro-life or pro-choice. Again, I really don't know where I stand. I, I slowly understand both sides and I don't envy any politician or policymaker um, that is wrestling with the abortion uh, topic. It's it's so, so challenging. But to take this genuine curiosity and to provide you with good quality content where you can tune, tune into Strong and Free, you can listen to a podcast on um, cannabis legalization or abortion or, or the USMCA or so many more topics that I'd love to cover. 
and know nothing about my own personal bias, although I have one, of course, but know that I'm coming at these topics not from a place of right versus left versus centrist. I'm coming from a place of genuine curiosity. I must have said that phrase a hundred times by now. Um, but that's my, that's my goal, to get to this place where uh, you can tune in and know that the content that you're getting is quality, it's well-researched, there, is, there are facts to back it up, I'll link everything as I've always done, but I'm not here to try to say the liberals think this and the conservatives think that, I'm actually curious to know more about a topic. And I know you're curious too. And so one topic that I've been meaning to do and I haven't done um, has been things like in Toronto here, our premier in Ontario has cut our city council in half. Um, we used to have, I believe, 47 councillors. Now we have, I think, 25. Um, and I'm genuinely curious about what, uh, you know, what's the rationale? What, what, why is that happening? And I haven't found, again, academic articles about the number of city councillors and how effective they are. Um, and so maybe that's a topic for a later date when I can kind of get more research to, to back that up. Um, but looking at uh, topics it's about unpacking not only both sides, but also looking at the topic objectively. So to develop this quality content, I'm going to focus very much on strong analytical skills, you know, the ability for me to uh, research as much as I can and provide you that research in a very straightforward and engaging way, Um, to work on some of my weaknesses, which include statistical analysis, you know, understanding the numbers and you know that old saying that you can really use numbers to prove anything? I think that's true. Um, but there are some numbers that we have to take into consideration when we're building public policy. And I think numbers helps tell that story. It certainly isn't the only thing, but it is part of that. Um, and to write more effectively through my articles, thinking about you, the reader, and what you want uh, out of content, and then just keep working at it and making it better and more engaging and then for my YouTube channel to be as succinct as possible in my points, to not ramble, to make my point effectively, to state it, and to leave you with very little to no room for confusion, right? So this is kind of the, the, the evolution, if you will, of Strong and Free, that it's not just about providing both or multiple sides of a debate. It's about going at a topic with a, a, an understanding that I am genuinely curious and that I wish more leaders were genuinely curious. You know, I wish more of our leaders didn't have to always take a side on something where the topic or the conversation is constantly evolving. The other day, um, the other day today, actually, um, uh, it's in the news today that Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada, is thinking about banning single-use plastics uh, by 2021. In Canada, so all single-use plastics, plastic bags, you know, the plastic wrap around straws, plastic straws, all of that would be banned in an effort to help reduce our uh, plastic waste in in Canada and, of course, around the world. Other countries are taking similar approaches. And someone asked me, they said, "If you were prime minister, would you be for that?" And my answer was, "I would be for it if it led to, uh, first of all, if we knew for a fact." it would somehow reduce our greenhouse gas emissions. 
what is the percentage of single-use plastics in our oceans right now from Canada? Um, if we stop that, you know, what are the alternatives? Are those better for the environment over the long term? Um, and try to understand what exactly it is we're trying to do because there are there are other ways we can impact our environment than you know getting rid of single-use plastics. You know, we have to remember. <clears throat> we have to remember. Uh, my voice is cracked. When we talk about t- topics and issues like the environment, if we find that, for example, reducing our our oil and gas industry, you know, by ten percent or five percent greenhouse gas emissions would have such a categorical reduction in Canada's overall greenhouse gas emissions than single-use plastics by our consumers? Is that the way to do it? It's not as sexy, you know, and people don't see that, but our greenhouse gas emissions would be reduced. You know, so this is what politicians have to wrestle with. In my opinion, you know, politicians are obviously self-serving to some degree, they want to be seen as champions for the environment and what better way than say, hey, you know that plastic bag at the grocery store that you usually pick up? Because of my government, that's banned. And so you see it, you feel it, you touch it. And now that's gone. And suddenly in your mind is a psychological trick to say, wow, my government really cares about the environment. But if we find that banning plastic bags, banning plastic straws does very little to nothing to our greenhouse gas emission reductions, does very little to nothing for overall climate uh, uh, greenhouse gas emissions globally. What do we say then? What is it? So I would love our leaders to take a more nuanced stance on these issues, to provide that deep thought and deep work and approach these issues with a genuine, genuine curiosity at the end of the day, if our thesis and our presence and our, you know, our slogan is we need to reduce our greenhouse gas emissions, does single-use pl- plastic um, bans get us there or doesn't it? We can't fight rational thought. We can't fight academic research to back it up. We have to make public policy that's not just, quote-unquote, sexy to everybody picking up their groceries tonight. It has to be based on some level of actual merit that researchers have shown a causal linkage towards. Anyhow, during my epiphany, this is what I thought about. <laughs> making Strong and Free better, making, it, uh, making better content, constantly evolving Strong and Free to be that so- source where you can come to for your information and it's done respectfully, where you can leave understanding a topic more, but also, you know that from me, I'm not trying to push an opinion. I have no opinion to push. My own, my only thing I'm pushing is a curiosity. And I'd love to interview people and, and again, approach these issues from curiosity. So if you know anyone, let them know about Strong and Free and let them know what, what this movement's trying to do. But really, I really want to go back to that level of investigative journalism again that ability for you to turn on strong and free and to come away saying, wow, you know, I know just a little bit more about something. And the questions that I have, Christopher has also tried or attempted to answer. Now, I won't, be, I won't lie. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be tough. But anything worthwhile is definitely worth striving for. And I believe strongly that this could be something that we should all strive for.
Anyhow, that'll do it for me. It's a shorter episode today. Thank you so much for listening. My regularly scheduled broadcast will continue next week. Um, I just really needed this kind of eight-month check-in to see how I was doing, to do a little uh, revision and and and, and um, uh, more provide more thought to where I see Strong and Free going. I'm also working on a website, as some of you know. Um, that's going to launch soon. Um, it's very rough. It's very draft, but uh, WordPress is great. They've got some great templates. Um, so anyhow, all that said, thank you so much for listening. As always, stay balanced, stay informed, and please let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, that'll do it for me. Everyone take care. Go Raps, go. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Strong and Free, the podcast dedicated to providing you with the information that you need on the topics of the day. And remember, stay balanced, stay informed, 